This is Truth 101. Our world. Chocolate lenses. Truth 101. Truth 101. Hey. Truth 101. Truth 101. Oh. Truth 101. Truth 101. Hey. Truth 101. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, your auntie, your favorite singer songwriter, your favorite political commentator, your crazy cousin from the country, Music Truth. And you're listening to Episode 7 of Truth 101 Our World Through Chocolate Lenses, the show where we dive into any and everything until we get to the bottom of it where we get to the bottom of everything from politics and pop culture to why people with big arms make the best grits. Come on, somebody. We are just a couple days away from the 4th of July holiday. Hi, everyone. I'm excited about today's show, actually, because we're dipping our toes into a subject that is very near and dear to me. That's music. A lot of times people ask me why I'm not actively pursuing a music contract or looking to get picked up at the moment. The truth is, for many artists, staying independent may be a better look and give you an opportunity to retain the creative control and full rights of your masters in music. So today's question is on a subject matter that you've probably heard, but didn't quite know the nuts and bolts of what it meant. Today's question is, what is a 360 deal? Now, that particular phrase was first introduced to me through a diss track, 2017. I hadn't heard of it before, but it's been around for quite a while. It was a chilly day in Atlanta on February 25th, 2017, the year of our Lord, and I was on my way home from Lenox Mall from hanging out with a family member. On the way back, we heard a familiar beat drop on the radio, and the announcer presented as a world premiere exclusive, set to the backdrop of Nas's Ether, which you may or may not know is a diss track dropped during his beef with Jay-Z back in the day. So within the first five seconds, we were sucked in and immediately recognized the rapper's voice and New York cadence. We were listening to what would be known as seven minutes straight of Remy Ma going in on Nicki Minaj. Metaphor after metaphor, line after line, child. But a particular line that stuck out to me was the claim that Nicki had signed a 360 deal with Young Money. The line goes like this. You signed a 360 deal through Young Money, through Cash Money, through Republic, which means your money goes through five before you touch it. Any videos, promotions come out of your budget. Endorsements, tour, merchandise. Well, well, whatever a 360 deal was, it sounded like it wasn't great or anything anyone would want if they knew what it was. So let's get right to it. What is a 360 deal? Also known as a multiple rights deal. A 360 deal, according to OffTheMarkIPSolutions.com, which is powered by Murphy Law Group. This is an intellectual property law firm. 
360 Deal is a contract that allows record labels to get a cut of any future work that you do, even if it's not music related. Even if I don't do music. Even if you don't do music, baby. Even if they have no direct ties to the end product. In the past, record labels would stake a claim to a percentage of revenue generated from record sales. The 360 deal springs from the idea that I made you the star, so anything that you touch as a result circles back to me. Movies, merchandise, apparel, appearances, tours, etc. Perpetually, forever. That's messy, right? So why would folks agree to it? Well, the industry has changed. It's single driven rather than full album projects, etc. So the industry is saturated with newcomers and one hit wonders. Young artists get a sign on bonus, then they're just excited. Most don't ever read what they're signing, nor do they take a pause to hire an entertainment attorney to read over it as well. They don't know that the expense of clothing, touring, nights out, etc. They don't know this is coming out of their budget, a budget that the label must recoup on. If you don't deliver, you owe them. Whether your single dies down in a few months or not, whether you're still famous or relevant next year or not, the record company gets their percentage first and off the top on nearly anything you do. So imagine, based on Remy's claim, Nikki's money has to go through Young Money, Cash Money, and Republic before it gets to her. That's a lot of ways to split a dollar. That's, quote, like 35 cents off every ducat, quote, end quote, Remy Ma. But if it is true, Nikki is certainly not in bad company because according to MadamNoir.com, who refers to a 360 deal as slave contracts, several very famous acts have signed bad deals. Whether they were 360 deals or not, we know that the contract can be detrimental to creativity as well as the revenue of the artists themselves. For instance, TLC sold 10 million records and still broke. Their manager was getting a larger share and once again, all activities come out of the budget of the group itself. So it's said that TLC only took home $35,000 a year when they were at their number one spot. At the end of the day, the fact is TLC simply didn't make hardly any money. Another example, Soldier Boy signed a terrible contract when he was 16 years old. It gave his manager 5% of his income perpetually and gave away 50% of his copyrights to the record label. My Lord, Soldier Boy had so many hits and ushered in pretty much a new wave of hip hop. He should literally want for nothing, and yet reality is different. Toni Braxton, the great, I have to put the great on the end of her name because she is a legend. She sold over 40 million albums, but had a rough patch. 1997, Toni sued LaFace and Arista over her contract, eventually filed two bankruptcies as well, grossing $170 million in sales after the deduction of expenses, Ms. Braxton only received a royalty check of child, hold my mule, 
$1,972 from her first record deal. That was just for royalties. In the year 2000, Tony signed a new record deal and started dropping hits again sporadically. And thank goodness for that. In Vogue, a member described their contract deal as being written in, quote, old English, convoluted and cryptic. They had a lawyer, but didn't know what to ask. I can go on. Salt and Pepper, the legendary rap duo, they signed their first terrible contract that entitled them to only, hold my mule again, one half a cent per sale forever, no matter what and no right to renegotiate. By the next album, they were only bringing in $100,000 per year and the overhead made millions. But are there any pros and cons to a 360 deal? Let's present both sides here. Things have changed. We mentioned that before and beyond just the sale of records now. The record company is building a brand and financing your development up front. They're going to extend a budget to support you in every element of your work, from performances, promotions, sponsorships, tours, studio time, etc. And for this, you agree to giving the label a percentage of the income from all of these sources. Even if album sales get slow, they have a stake in seeing you be successful and still get work through other streams of income. But that means continued streams of income for them as well. Back in the day, it was much simpler. The record label would present an artist with a contract that would allow them to fund the music project, distribution, promotion, etc. And in return, they'll get a percentage from sales alone. That's the old school way. This was great when folks were putting out album projects rather than just digital singles on iTunes and when I wasn't ripping from Frostwire in high school. Back then, consumers could purchase full albums, bringing in more revenue for the label. Now, when album sales dropped, online, leaks, etc., money began to drop for the labels. But the artist, on the other hand, they could still go out and perform or get into merchandise, etc., and find other streams of income. For this reason, labels had to come up with a way to still eat. And from that came the 360 deal, according to StopTheBreaks.com. So today, if a label is eating, depending on how the percentages are worked out, it's easy to say you're eating too. It's literally in their best interest to keep you relevant and developed. So in closing, not everything that glitters is gold. Artists should consider all options. Read all contract language and have representation. Understand all the terms and measure the cost and benefit to you. Are they offering you something that you cannot offer yourself and your art? Are they even good at coordinating tours? Do they have a network to leverage? What are the percentages they get to keep? What would qualify as a breach of contract? Consider whether you're just wanting to put out music or develop a full brand, complete with endorsements, tours, merchandise, books, etc. Negotiate. Understand it's possible that you can sell millions and millions of records and still be broke. 
With that said, it's important to have a financial advisor once you make it. If you're getting flued out by the record label, getting laced in all the finest clothes and expensive dinners, you need to know that it's coming out of your budget, a budget that will need to be paid back. So in essence, you're paying for it. And in actuality, it will be taken off the top once revenue starts rolling in from your project. And if your project flops or is a dud, as Remy Ma said, you still owe them and they could sue you for it down the line. Know that it pays to own your own copyright material, or at least take a pause before signing and accepting any sign-on bonuses. Know that a 360 deal for you could mean giving away the future opportunity to make some real money, one with less overhead, less splits and cuts to make along the way. And with that, I bid you adieu. That's the truth about a 360 deal. Peace, babies, and I'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us, and we'll be back where we'll toss around another point of interest and get to the bottom of it as best we can. Please send me your questions. You can inbox me on facebook.com slash music truth. That's M-U-S-I-Q truth, all one word. Or DM me on social media. Just Google Music Truth. You can find me there. Questions, I got answers, ain't no use pretending We can talk it out, chop it up till we get bored Research it, flip it, scratch it, or throw it straight out the door It's Truth 101, our world from chocolate lenses Sending your questions, cause knowledge we straight spitting and dying You got questions, we got answers, ain't no use pretending Chop it up, talk it out, knowledge we straight dripping